0: It's the DogCast. It's episode 249. Dogs lose a heartbreaker, a close one, in Jacksonville, 34-31, to the Gators... Ugh, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of something really cool to say here, and I don't have anything cool to say. It's DogCast, 249. Hey guys, it's Derek. I just wanted to put a little note at the beginning of this show because I just listened to it right before I posted. I know it's Thursday and we're running late. I just want to let you guys know that, look, this show's not that good, okay? I mean, the game, the game, you know, the game was awful. It was like a kick in the gut, okay? And uh, I didn't want to talk about it on Sunday. I didn't want to talk about it on Monday. Then it's, you know, it's Tuesday. We're home from Jacksonville. And, you know, before you know it, um, it's, it's, Wednesday and Thursday and if you think you felt bad about it on Monday or Tuesday I mean who wants to bring it up on Thursday you know so um you know it was a great game I know a lot of people think hey, it's a great game too bad we lost it was a close game we fought back we made adjustments all that's true and, and we feel the same way you guys do so some of the stuff we say in this show is not that great and not that complimentary cuz you know at the end of the day it sucks to lose so and we're pretty pretty despondent about losing, but um, anyway, I just want to, as you know that you know nobody wants to talk about Jacksonville, there's not much to say about Idaho State, so the game is i mean the show is what the show is, you know. Um, the show goes up and down with the season and with the fans and everything. And, uh, it, it is what it is. So I hope you guys enjoy it. We, the show's about 30 minutes long. And then I went ahead, I play, just like I said, I would, I play all the messages, all the phone messages I, we've had since even before the Kentucky game. So there's, I think 18 or 20 uh voicemails that's almost 20 minutes worth of voicemails at the end of the show if you don't want to listen to them that's fine but i told everybody i would play them and i'm as good as my word so i'm uh, i'm playing the voicemails at the end uh they run the gamut from pre-kentucky post-kentucky Uh, pre-Florida, post-Florida. So check it out, see what you think. You can really, uh, really get the feel for it. And by the way, they don't represent what we think here on the show. Just because I play a call doesn't mean I agree with anything or everything that the caller says. If you call, I'll play it, you know, as long as it's fair. So um, there you go. Enjoy the show. All right, dog fans, it's the Dogcast episode number 249. You thought we were dead, but we are not. Just hung over from this Jacksonville thing. And as little as you want to hear about Jacksonville, you know, old dog, I got a lot of news from a lot of people. Said, you know what? I don't even want to hear any Just don't even talk about the Florida game. Just let it go. We all saw it. We all know what happened. We all got our damn hearts ripped out and stomped on. And there's no reason to talk about it anymore.
1: But yeah, you know,
0: but, but we're, you're still going to talk about it a little bit. I know.
1: Well, well, we got to a little bit, and like I say, I mean, at this point, I just want to beat Florida one more time before I die. <laughs>
0: <God>. <laughs> which really, in all actuality, is going to probably only be two or three more years before you die.
1: And and us beating Florida in two or three more years, may you know, it, it's going to be awfully tough. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I I can't believe it. I mean, we should have gone down there and just stomped their ass.
0: Well, and you, you know. It, it,
1: it, it just goes back to, I mean, I don't gave up, what, 450 yards to a team that probably hadn't had over 300 yards worth of offense the whole time. I just, I, I can't figure out what's going on.
0: Well, I will agree with you. I mean, one of the keys to the victory we laid out before the game was that you know we really needed to validate what happened with our in those in the Tennessee and the Vandy game. You know what I mean? The Tennessee, the Vandy game, and the and the Kentucky game. We really need to validate that what we were going on, and especially on defense, and. I mean, we, we struggled there. We really, we really struggled to stop them. Although, I mean, we did make good adjustments at the half. I think Grantham made some really good adjustments at the half, and our defense was definitely better, definitely better in the second half.
1: Well, you know, I mean, it, yeah, but I'm, I'm all for playing a whole game here.
0: Well, you're right. I know, I know. And it's,
1: you know, and, and I tell you too, something else, and maybe, maybe one of our, uh, guys on the team, that is a listener can let me know, but this business, if, if we're, if we're teaching these guys this scoop and score business when the ball's on the ground, then that needs to stop. I mean, fundamentally we get, I mean, we had two golden opportunities to get to, to recover a fumble and we just pissed them away because we're trying to, to pick the ball up off the ground instead of falling on it. And, and if that, and if that is something that we're being taught, then that is a poor coaching decision. If, if it's, if it's something they're not being taught, then it's just poor coaching in general (laughs) because the kids aren't following what they're taught.
0: Well, it definitely scoop and score is definitely a drill that the guys work on. I can tell you for a hundred percent, scoop and score is something they work on.
1: And well, we must not we must not be very proficient at it.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm not. You know, I mean, scoop and score is fantastic when it works, but but when it when it fails, when it doesn't work, it, it's dreadful because when you have a chance to pick up two balls from your opponent inside their thirty. That that that's huge.
1: Really, yeah. really big. And 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 either one of those, and and certainly both of them combined, if we had just just done what we were supposed to, could have turned that game around. In in turn, you know, we how many turnovers do we have? Five or six thousand. <laughs> I mean, I lost I lost count when it got over eighty.
0: We had we had a lot of turnovers. I yeah, mean, and, and, for, and in this Florida series, I think we've had something like 11 in the past, uh, three games, I think it is. I mean, yeah, we, we, it's been, it's been bad. It's it, real yeah, bad. It,
1: it is, it is dismal. And, and I'm almost starting to believe there's a jinx with us in Florida. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not there yet. And it's got, and it's got nothing to do with the location. But, I mean, we have, and, you know, it, it's, it, a year away, fifty-one more weeks before we play him again. But we have got to beat. We we've got to learn how to beat the Gators, and this would have been the year to start.
0: Well, uh, you know, I mean, I it's just a it's just awful. I mean, I I felt like I'd been shot in the gut. I mean, yeah. it, it is awful, and I felt horrible about it. However. You know, I mean, Aaron Murray had, it was really, I mean, it was such a weird game for Aaron Murray. You know, cause, you know, he'd been playing so great all year. He only had three picks coming into this game for the whole year. Um, and, and as bad as the game was, you know, he had picks on his first play, pick on his last play. He also set a season high for yardage thrown. I mean, you know, it was such a, like you said the other day, a tale of two halves, you know?
1: It really was, cause, cause he, he looked really, Really bad in the first half,
0: I mean he had a season high in yardage and a season high in turnovers. I mean that's just that's just yeah, I, I just and hate it for him. I hate it for him. you know he said he's watched that game since then. You talk about the leadership skills of this young man. he says he's watched the game ten times at least ten times in completion he's watched wow. the whole game ten times, trying to learn and figure out and see what he saw, what he missed, what he didn't see, what he should have done, what he didn't do. I mean, I tell you, that kid, he's, he's going to be a good player for us.
1: Well, I, He I is a good player you. right now. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, I think he's got all the ability in the world, and I don't know what was up in that first half. I mean, he was just pretty much overthrowing everything. He just wasn't, wasn't on target very well. And, uh, you know, one thing that I'll still go back to, Time and time and time again, I hope Aaron Murray, in the rest of his career, never sets another record for most passing yards. I'd love to see us start setting records for most yards on the ground.
0: I know. Because because
1: that's the way you win football games in the SEC.
0: Well, and I, a great quote by Washon Ely. I think she, Washon Ely is very grounded about the uh, about the Florida game. I think uh, a reporter was talking to him the other day in one of the post uh, in the post game, and he said, "You know what? I mean, somebody's trying to make him feel better. How many times, old dog, have you heard? How many times have your non-Georgia friends come up to you and said?" Well, at least it was a good game. It was a hell of a game. Great game. It was a good game to watch on TV, you know. I mean, I tell you what, I'm so sick of people telling me it was a good game. Yeah. There there ain't no such there ain't no such thing as a good game that you no. loo- that
1: you lose. When you when you lose to Florida, there there's nothing good about it.
0: And they asked Washon well, Ely about that and he said, you know what? If you lose by three or you lose by a thousand, it's still a, if the result is all the same, buddy. It don't it exactly. don't matter to me if we lost by three. Or we lost by a thousand. And yeah. that's exactly the way I feel. It is just, I'm just gut shot. Heart sick.
1: Without a doubt.
0: Um, couple of good, I think, a couple of highlights though. How about that Christian Robinson tackle in the first half?
1: Where he, oh, where <laughs> flying, flying around, that was great.
0: That guy looks, he's a nut, man. I mean, I just, I mean, this, I mean, that's a great play. Great on film. That's the kind of thing Christian Robinson's kids are gonna, Want to show their kids, you know, that is, that's fantastic, man. And, uh, how about Orson Charles, man? Six catches, 108 yards. They look, the boys from plant were putting on a show in the second half, weren't they?
1: Yeah, a little chemistry there without a doubt. I mean, like I say, there were some good things that came out of the game, but you know, all in all, still just one of those, like you say, kick in the gut.
0: Yeah, and and the wheel route, the the wheel route, man. Uh, oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: I'm sick. I'm so sick of the wheel route.
1: Yeah, uh, and and I'm sure our DBs are too.
0: Yeah, I bet they uh,
1: are. You know, we just need to to get going on things, and you know, two two things too. And let it. If do you have any more to say about the Florida game?
0: I have one other thing to say that's probably going to get me in trouble with the dog fans, but. Uh, Look, I call it like I see it, and I have to say this because I was impressed by it. Look, I'm no fan of Urban Meyer. Okay, let me get that right. Let me get that. Let me get that out on the table right out of the bat. And we're going to talk about Choke Gate here in just a second. I'm no fan of Urban Meyer. However, you know, in a post-Spurrier era, you know, I'm much, much more. I like. I mean, I like Urban Meyer more than I like Steve Spurrier. There's, there's, there's not hardly any. There's not anybody in college football that I dislike more than Steve Spurrier, okay? So my point is, Urban Meyer, I thought, was really complimentary of us after the game and not in a condescending Steve Spurrier sort of way. And I know that doesn't make anybody feel any better. And I, but still, I think it bears notice because coming off of the Steve Spurrier regime, having seen Steve Spurrier go on TV after beating us by 40 and say things like, I don't even know why we practiced this week. That Georgia team's terrible. And you know, stuff like that. To see a guy, what I felt like was an authentic and genuine compliment he paid us after the game saying, you know what? George is a good football team and they played their guts out today. I just, I just like to see that. I mean, because that's just rare from the Florida program, top to bottom. So, hey, I'm going to at least mention it. I thought Urban Meyer was really complimentary of us after the game, and although it didn't make me feel any better, I mean, it doesn't mean anything in the big scheme of things. But hey, I'm still, I, I still thought I'd mention it.
1: No, it doesn't. And speaking of things that don't mean anything <laughs> in the big scheme of things, if there is anyone that listens to this show. Has got their panties in a wad because Todd Grantham made a choking sign (laughs) at the opposing kicker. Then you need to go over to the dog vent. Your your listening privileges are going to be suspended.
0: Absolutely, because if
1: I mean, who cares? (laughs) I know. You know, and and look with with the state of the Georgia football program as it is if If that is one of your concerns then then you are living in some kind of dream world. I mean you know we've got we've got we've got an offensive line that can't block we've got defensive backs that can't cover I mean we're giving up four five hundred yards a game. you know i mean let's not let's not worry about minutia. Like that. Well, <laughs> I
0: I'm going to say something else here, and I know one. I want to say one. I'm going to say this thing about the last week. I made a joke off the top of my head about Chris Rainey and his girlfriend being in trouble, whether they won or lost, she's going to be in trouble. And I heard from a listener this week that I was making light of you know uh, abuse of domestic women, domestic violence, domestic violence, and abuse of women, and that's she is entirely right and that joke was in poor taste and i should not like
1: like many parts of the show yes and i
0: should i, I should not make light of that and that is 100% true but having said that we had on-field microphones old dog we were recording no, don't, don't say it. <laughs> Listen, he didn't just make the choking gesture. Okay, he didn't just make the choking gesture. He actually, uh, we have audio. We have audio from Todd Grantham while he was making the choking gesture. And do you know what he said to Chess Henry right before? You, you know what he said, don't you?
1: I do. Yeah, but you're going to say it anyway, aren't you?
0: <laughs> Should I? He said he he made the choking gesture. <laughs> I can't say it. I can't say no, it. I'm not just gonna.
1: Let, just let it lie.
0: Okay, all right. I I won't say it. I won't say it. You you everybody, you know what he said. Yeah. Said, okay. So anyway, we got the Idaho State Bengals this week.
1: Well, hang on a <laughs> second. Before we, before we tackle the Bengals, one other one other thing under the heading of minutia. Yes. Uh, you know, looking at some of these things now, apparently we are morphing. At least part of the Bulldog Nation is morphing into a South Carolina fan and it's like oh you know are we going to keep our bowl streak alive I mean let's get real here there are 35 bowls that heat 70 teams possibly a team with a losing record can go to a bowl yes. playing in in 8 10 20 30 40 80 straight bowls ain't no big deal <laughs> you know I mean trust me I you know it's no honor to play in birmingham
0: that that's the kind of thing you know I believe this whole i believe it was the Atlanta Constitution, the Atlanta urinal and Constipation that is putting forth this this the concept of keeping our bowl streak alive is a worthy goal Now it was the headline in the urinal constipation today, and uh really.
1: That's you the know, kind that, of thing
0: that's the kind of thing I would expect out of a tech fan. That's the kind of thing I would expect out of an Atlanta Constitution writer,
1: you know? Yeah, you know, and and it goes back and they're saying, you know, and part of it is practice. Well, you know, from what I can see, I'm not sure practice is helping us <laughs> because we make the same damn mistakes week in and week out. Maybe we just need to start from scratch. All right, old dog. Now take some time off. Let's forget what we've learned. Let's forget scoop and score. (laughs) Let's forget fighting on the wheel route.
0: (laughs) Or tackling with your head down and your arms beside the missile tackle, as you you like to call it. Um, So, Idaho State, man, the Bengals. I'm going to do something. I'm going to talk about Idaho State in a way I've never talked about since we've been doing the show, old dog. I'm going to say something about a football team that I've never said before tonight, talking about Idaho State. Because I'm going to tell you right off the, I'm going to tell you right off the jump, Idaho State is the worst team that we have played since we've been doing this show. It's the worst team that Coach Rick has faced as George's head coach.
1: They're horrible.
0: They're so bad. I mean, I'm just gonna tell you, dog fans, if you don't know anything about Idaho State, let me tell you about Idaho State for just a second. Before I tell you that all we have to do is show up. And really, we don't, even if we didn't all show up, I mean, we could, I think our scout team could pound Idaho State. But, before we get to that, I'm just going to tell you how bad they are, okay? They're so bad. We play teams, teams like Troy sometimes, or, you know, we've played teams in the past. Alabama-Birmingham, teams like Troy out of Alabama, or hell th- throw in the, you know a louisiana lafayette or central michigan remember when central michigan came down and they had that kind of a heisman hopeful dan laferver or whatever yeah. you know? i mean wh- hell we've played weak ass piece of crap teams like boise state remember when they came to athens and you know but look i'm not kidding when i say idaho state really is bad i am the guy on this show that old dog refer- You know, I'm the Vince Dooley. I'm the guy who's constantly trying to tell you, don't overlook these guys. Don't look past these guys. These guys could sneak up and bite you. These
1: They've guys got a good long snapper.
0: Yeah, Idaho State. They're not going to sneak up and bite us. They're not. That's not going to happen. They are awful. They're the worst team we've played in a decade. They've won two games in 24 months. They're 0-6 in the Big Sky Conference. They're under sanctions. They've lost scholarships. They're regulated, old dog, and by how many hours a week they practice. They're not, they can only practice a total, including strength and conditioning. I know this is going to sound like something out of Athens, but really, they can only, they can only practice for 15 hours a week. They are down to they. They've lost like thirty scholarships. This is this team is. They're barely a team. I mean, they're. I mean, I mean, they're barely a a whole football team. Worst team we've played in ten years. Yeah,
1: I mean, and there's there's no great analysis to do. There are no keys to the victory. They're horrible. I mean, here's here's the deal. If if we (laughs) lose to Idaho State, every coach every coach needs to be fired every scholarship needs to be revoked they need to stare da- they need to tear down the stadium we don't need to play football for 5 years and then just start over again we'll, that that's how bad they are and that's how bad it is
0: you're saying self-imposed death penalty is that what you're Absolutely saying? if
1: we lose to Idaho State then then our football program needs to die and it needs to be resurrected a few <laughs> years later.
0: Golly. You're going places. You're, you're, you're off the rails, old dog.
1: I mean, that, do you disagree?
0: I'm not going to disagree that that's how bad Idaho State is. I, I don't know because, I mean, I've seen flukier things happen, but, uh, but I'm just going to say, all I'm going to say is Idaho State is the worst team we've played in 10 years.
1: It may be the worst team we've played ever.
0: They really might be the worst team we played. I don't know. Back in the day, you know, I mean hell, Cumberland College or somebody like that, but I mean, these guys are pretty bad. These guys are really pretty bad. There's nothing to talk about with them. There's no like you said, there's no keys to the victory. There's no players that they have that you've ever heard of. Um, they're they're the worst team you've ever seen in person. And speaking of seeing them in person, Old Dog, we kick off at 12.30.
1: That's, that's the only way you're going to see this guy.
0: <laughs> Unless you live in Atlanta. No, there, there are options. The game kicks off at 12.35. If you live in Atlanta, and, or if you get WSB, um, if you live in the state of Georgia, you can see them on WSB. But outside of the state of Georgia, you're on ESPN Game Plan, or you're watching on ESPN 3. That's pretty much, uh, that's your options. Game kicks off at 12.35.
1: But you know what might be more exciting is to get your CD of Larry Munson's Greatest Highlights <laughs> and just play it for two and a half hours.
0: Yeah, it's not going to be a great game, I don't think. No, I mean, it's not. And But now, now, just so you know, though, everybody does not share our opinion. Um, it's Tavares King says it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun, fun game. I get to do the chance what I love to do, which is playing football and meet the guys on the other side of the ball. And, I mean, it's just funny the kind of things that are coming out of practice this week, you know. Tavaris King says he's excited to play the Bengals and is going to learn all their defensive backs' names so he can talk to them on the field and let let them know that he knows who they are. Although no no one else in the stadium does. (laughs) And he is wary of an Idaho State upset. This, well, this is not App State, Michigan. Okay, this is something way, 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 way worse than App State, Michigan. If well, if Idaho State came to Athens and beat, can you think of an analogy, old dog? What would it be like if Idaho State did beat? It's much. It'd be much bigger story than than App State beating Michigan in a Big House.
1: Oh, there, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it seriously would be the first sign of Armageddon. <laughs>
0: It is the first horseman, the first of four horsemen yeah. of the apocalypse. Um,
1: yeah. Absolutely.
0: App State is a legitimate damn powerhouse, socon school.
1: You they're know, a contender.
0: They're, they're a real damn contender in the, in, uh, the, whatever that FCS, whatever. But, um, they're a real, they're a real football team. Idaho State, I know State is not that. They're, no. they're horrible. They get killed by teams like App State, okay?
1: So, Anyway, I mean, like uh, you know, That's like obvious. I said, if we lose to them, coaching staff's gone, all the scholarships are revoked. They tear down Sanford Stadium, <laughs> just just have the concrete and everything, just fill in, fill in the gully, flatten it out. No more bridge; you can walk across it anytime uh, you want to. And then we'll just start five years from now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it is. This is the worst team we've played in a decade. Maybe the worst team we played forever. And it's just there's nothing going on with Idaho State. Right. They they don't have a like I said they don't have a player you've ever even heard of. They're two thousand miles away. Um and uh but you know the game's gonna be a sellout. We're keeping our sellout streak alive, old dog.
1: That's good. Sellouts and uh, sellout and bowl games. Mm -hmm. No, I mean and it is gonna be a nice day to get out that we're into football weather now it's not going to be horribly hot you're not going to get sunburn out there it's going to be a good cool crisp fall afternoon going to be a great time to watch football uh too bad that you can't go out there and tailgate on north campus but you know that's life
0: well i'll tell you something else too this is uh probably um, but this is, according to our new athletic director, you know, uh, Idaho State was scheduled by, uh, Damon Evans, the visionary athletic director Damon Evans. And, uh, Greg McGarity says you're not going to see a team like, uh, Idaho State ever come to Athens again. I, I, he, this is completely out of phase with what Greg McGarity believes the program needs. Um he is all about getting regional non-conference teams. You know, he likes your he likes your Troy and your UABs and uh and uh, your you know teams from like Tennessee Tech or somebody like that. Yeah. He he wants teams from around here that are going to have a little bit of traveling fans.
1: They're, well, I mean and that and and that I really don't mind Idaho State coming in the week before we play Auburn because it's probably the closest we could get to an off week.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: This is going to be with playing and uh and I tell you, we're going to need – and hopefully, you know, we're installing some game plans and we're we're looking towards Auburn.
0: Yeah. Well, this is going to be – I think you're going to see a lot of Hudson Mason this week. I mean, I think you're going to see a good dose of Hudson Mason this week.
1: You know, I mean, we may see – we're going to see a lot of people that we don't even know exist. <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, we've got you know we've got three we've got two really really important games coming up and uh, you know I think this is a it's gut check time. Uh, Idaho State isn't gut check time, but I mean we've got three games and and I'm hoping we can win two of them.
0: I agree. I totally agree. I, I want to win three. I want to win all three. I would love. To oh, win.
1: I'd like to win all three too. But there ain't. But that. If we beat Auburn, that could be the second sign.
0: <laughs> Dog fans, we're going. For, we're going to win out. I'm hoping to win out. That's what. That's that's the goal. That's what we're all about here at the Dogcast.
1: You are an optimistic devil.
0: But this is a crappy show because nobody wants to talk about Florida, and there is nothing to talk about on Idaho State. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, we're coming off a crappy defeat, and we're playing a crappy team. So you get a crappy show. <laughs>
0: that, that's, uh, that's all we got for you this week, dog fans. And uh, I just hope you'll tune in because, listen, the Idaho State post game is going to be a barn burner, baby. Barn burner. We're, it's it's going to be filled with excitement.
1: We'll be talking a lot about Cam Newton. You believe? And it? <laughs> Michael Dwyer.
0: <laughs> all right, dog fans. Thanks for listening. Um... I am going to do this thing with the phone calls, old dog. I think I am, cuz I said I would. Now, you know, we have a ton we have I mean, we have a ton of phone calls and uh just
1: let let them rip cuz the phone calls would probably be better than the show that we just did.
0: <laughs> You're right. And we've got phone calls back from the Kentucky victory, and then we've got some a few phone calls I'm going to play going into the Florida game, and then a few phone calls coming out of the Florida game. I'm going to play them all. Because the guys that call and leave those, the guys and girls that leave those messages, you know, they want to hear themselves on the air. And, uh, if you don't care at all about phone messages, you can stop the show as soon as you, uh, as soon as we say go dogs. Yeah. So, uh, I am going to play the messages because they're pretty good. And I think it kind of shows you the highs and lows of the past two weeks where we've, where we've come from with the Kentucky victory into the Florida loss. So. We're going to play these calls, and I hope you guys enjoy them. Thanks for listening. I know this show is like, uh, kind of like uh, going to a funeral. but um, Oh, hey, wait. I do have some good news, old dog. Shoot. Pool winners. Pool winners. We have actually have a celebrity pool winner that I actually overlooked. You know, I won week seven, right? And I think that was the last yes. last time I talked about the poll. That was
1: the last announcement you made on the pool is yes. that you had won.
0: Well, we, we had the, we had the week after the Kentucky game, and I didn't announce the winner, and then we had the week after the Florida game, and I also didn't announce the winner, so we're, we're two winners in arrears, and one of those winners is a celebrity Bulldog, a celebrity Bulldog fan, a celebrity listener to the dog cast. Shoot. Alley Dog. The world wow. famous, world famous, lovely and vivacious Alley Dog of Twitter, uh, the Twitterverse, whatever you want to call that, you know, of Twitter fame, Uh Allie won for Week 8. How about that?
1: That um, is was fantastic.
0: I know. I was super excited about it. Super excited about it myself. Um, I don't know if she's won her own pool, but she won this pool. And then for Week 9, PNW Dog. I think, if I'm not mistaken, for the second time this year, PNW, I believe that's Pacific Northwest Dog. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that is the one and only Burton Dial.
1: Wow. I think it is.
0: I know. I'm pretty excited about about uh, young Bert Dial there. Taking down I mean he's he's pretty he's he's dominating the pool.
1: Very football savvy.
0: He is very football savvy, and that's why he listens to the dog cast. Your internet source for bulldog information on the web. Bulldog talk on the web. Dog fans, we're here for you twenty four seven, covering everything you need to know in Athens
1: about Bulldog football. Uh oh, one other quick announcement. Yeah? The candles out.
0: Oh, you mean you're not burning it? It burned down. You put it out. Yeah, uh,
1: no, Florida put it out.
0: God put it out. I mean, divine intervention. What do you uh, What do you say? I mean, What's we were we were
1: lighting them till we were lighting them till we lost.
0: So now the the candle's out, huh? Yeah. Well, are you gonna restart it? Are you gonna buy another one or what?
1: I may, I may throw, I may throw another $5 at Auburn.
0: Do we need $5 on the donation page? Do you, Are you asking somebody to go to? Oh
1: no, 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 not a bit. I mean, that's part of, that's part of the most intelligent Bulldog. So some, we'll probably have another guy on the team, uh, that will be the recipient of the most intelligent Bulldog after the Idaho State game. Okay. And, uh, we may throw in, we, we're going to need a lot of candles against Auburn
0: <laughs> yes we are
1: matter of fact we need we may need to throw candles on their team bus and burn it down on the <laughs> way to Athens uh, you're saying so you that may be the best use of a flight <laughs> you're
0: possibly advocating firebombing you want to firebomb the, the Auburn team bus on the way to the stadium
1: That, that may be our best course.
0: I tell you what, old dog, if we start firebombing opposing teams, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna, that's gonna put that whole choking thing in perspective, don't you think? The whole choke (laughs) sign? Absolutely. If you think showing the choke sign to an opposing kicker is a big deal, check this out. Exactly. All right, dog fans, that's it. This shows off the rails. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. It is. I'm crazy. We got to wrap this up. Dog fans, thanks for listening. I'm sorry. I hate that we lost to Florida, and it makes me want to go and throw up. And yep. uh, we're playing Idaho State, and there you go. Dog fans, that's it. Thanks for listening. I hope we have more interesting stuff to talk about next week. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Call us at 706-363-0210, or you can email us at dogcast at gmail.com. Old Dog, sign us off.
1: Man, that's it. Uh, All I can say is let's hope after Saturday the coaches are still there, the players still have their scholarship, and Sanford Stadium is still standing. Go dogs.
2: Hey, Derek and Old Dog, this is Bill. I actually live in Columbus, Ohio. I'm a born and bred bulldog up here. All them Buckeye fans are pretty much the same way. Uh, so he ain't the only one around here that's like that. They're all like that. Uh, we're going to head, uh, three and a half hours south, and down, we're heading out to Lexington for the game on Saturday. We got to kick some Kentucky butt, man, bringing my son and buddy here, so we should have a great time. Uh, go dogs. And really love the show. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, guys, this is uh Tracy over in SoCal and uh just listened to your show, uh Kentucky show, and uh heard the call-in guy from Ohio. Man, I love that guy. Um, I would hug him if he wasn't wearing a sweater vest and a tie because I just don't do that because I'm a guy. But um, anyway, the first thing is I'm not emailing him. And number one, I don't have time to sit here and trade back and forth with someone who's never beat an SEC team. Um, and number two, I'm not pulling – his comments and everyone else's comments out of the forum where it belongs, and that would be on the podcast. Like, uh, I'm listening to you guys. I'm like, you want us to email him? No, it needs to be on the air. It needs to be a part of the show. Keep it a part of the show. But here's the tip, and this is the number one trick. I can't tell them how to turn things around, but I can tell them what not to do. And it's an easy secret. I mean, long history says this. The number one thing Ohio State needs to do or needs to not do if they want to win a game, don't play an FCC team. It's that simple. Likely, very likely, if you play some of those high school teams up there, you're probably going to turn your season around. But if you play Tennessee, if you play South Carolina, if you play any FCC team on the list, perennial, not perennial, up, down, you're gonna, your ass is going to lose. So my number one tip for Ohio State guy is here's how you don't turn it around. Don't play an SEC team because we kick your ass every single time. Uh, I would say love you guys, but again, it's the sweater best thing. To, i just not, not doing it. Love the show. Hey, old dog Derek. This is Bentley up in Charlottesville, man. It's about 1 a.m. Saturday morning, getting ready for this Kentucky game. About to listen to the dog cast again for like the fourth time. Um, I sent you an email <laughs> about the nickname for Aaron Murray. I think uh I think I came up with a pretty cool one. Um Ar- Air Aram Murray. A I R apostrophe E M Murray. Aram, like Aram out. Anyway, you get it. Aram Murray. Alright. Later. Uh, Hey, Derek and Old Dog. Uh, This is Steve from Williamsburg, first-time caller. I've got the solution to your uh, question about a nickname for Aaron Murray. have three choices, and you should be able to find uh, a solution with one of these. Uh, The first one is A-RON, A-R-O-N. That's kind of a hip-hop feel, kind of a takeoff on that baseball player that plays up north. Uh, the second one, uh, you can call him Aaron Money, uh, because when he's out on the field, he's money. Uh, and in two and a half years, he'll have it if he uh, keeps playing like he's doing. The third one is kind of my favorite. It's a combination of the two. It's A-Money, A-Money. And uh, that should uh, do it. Case closed. Uh, I enjoyed the show. Go dogs.
3: What's going on, Dogcasters? This is the Liberty County Dog. I just wanted to call and give you a quick heads up on a couple of things that you brought up this past podcast. I think that um, a lot of people are overlooking our ability to run a high-powered offense with a strong passing attack to open up the run game. I heard Coach Rick talking about that on the uh, Coach Rick show. And, uh, I think we're gonna see a lot of changes on our offense, man. Become more heavy passing attack and more cleaning up with the run. And, uh, I just wanted to say, there's no reason to think that Auburn is gonna be unbeatable given the fact that, that he only lost by, or they only beat Mississippi State by three points and they only beat Kentucky by three points. Those are two, two teams that we're gonna have on our schedule as well. So, if those teams can, playing pretty tough. I'm sure the number three defense in the, in the conference can bring him some some pain. So, uh, anyway, just want to give you a heads up. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, could you stop uh, referring to Mark Rick as Coach Rick? Uh, he's got a T on the end of his name. It's a C-H-T. Rick. Uh, the first few times I was listening to the podcast, I couldn't make out who you guys were talking about. I thought we had Coach Rick on the team. I didn't know if it was Ricky Mahaffey or... Ricky, somebody else, but uh,
2: it's Rick. Come on, guys. Hey, Derek, Old Dog. This is Mark in St. Pete Beach. Uh, Very happy about the win tonight. If you would have uh, told me three weeks ago that we would still be in contention for the East, I would have said you were smoking something. It's amazing what uh, a running game will do for the offense. The offensive line is definitely progressed amazingly since that time. Um, uh, Washani Ealy, this is the way I thought our offense would look at the beginning of the year. Power running, mixing in a little Aaron Murray passing uh, and taking the pressure off of him. Um, still, the defense, defensive backfield, they still at times look like they are lost. And one player in particular, I hate to point the fingers, but Vance Cuff, um, I don't even know how he still has a scholarship. I'm convinced that Brian Evans has snuck into the locker room and put on a number 25 jersey. Every time there's a burn play, it is Vance Cuff's responsibility. Every time. Um, But besides the problems in defensive backfield, I think that we really have gotten better, and I've seen improvement on the team, Um, you know, Next week, we got the cocktail party, and, uh, you know, this team is serious about contending. This is the game that we always have to win, and uh, it's going to be tough, but I think if we execute like we have, force turnovers and don't turn over the ball, we're going to have a chance. And, uh, you know, like I said, three weeks ago, I never thought that I'd be looking forward to the Florida game. But, uh, I am now, and, uh, I think we're gonna have a chance to maybe shock some people. Go dogs. Derek, old dog. Justin P. Cofield, dog. Town, Rhode Island again. We're straight up doing the happy dance here. Three in a row. One on the road. We're setting records with Sean Ely. We're putting numbers up. I don't know. I mean, I, are, are are we a changed team? Are are the are the Bulldogs back? Do we have the bite? I'm a happy man. We're flying out Monday. This is a good victory to get me out of here. I'm not going to get to see a couple games, so I'll be looking forward to hearing you guys walk me through everything. Uh We're looking good. Aaron Murray's looking good was uh, taking care of business tonight setting records Uh, I'm a happy man up here and I know the rest of the dog nation is happy Go dogs! Love you guys! Hey Derek and Old dog. this is Bentley up in Charlottesville about twelve thirty, I just pretty much watched this game again, and I just wanted to call. Man, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty optimistic. There are a few things that uh, that worry me a little bit, but overall, man, I am I just couldn't be happier right now. Um, I'm real proud of the way we ran the ball in that fourth quarter. That was you know <clears throat> that was proving a point right there. We did have some blown plays. On the defense, for sure. But how about Justin Houston? I mean, the kid is a monster. Um, you know, I'm real proud that we created and took advantage of turnovers, and we didn't commit any. Um, our special teams play was was pretty solid tonight. We had a TD. We had that real heads up onside kick. Guy knocked it out of the out of bounds. That was that was great. Me, um, I'm thinking, old dog, you might have jumped the gun a little bit on Grantham. <laughs> You know, I I like the way he's got uh, the line and the linebackers playing right now. Um, our uh, our DBs are a little suspect, but Alec Ogletree is on the rise. Brandon Smith's coming back. Uh, you know, it's, it, things have got to look up there. Things will get better there. I'm noticing this is you know this 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 year's kind of similar to this 2006 in a way. It feels like we're getting hot. You know. That was a good offense we played against. Um, and what can you say about Washon Ely? I mean, the kid was a monster tonight. Um, and we got King coming back next week. This was our first road win, big, over a good team. I think after this game our defense is probably going to be averaging about 21, 22 points a game after this. But, man, if our offense keeps scoring 41, 42 points a game, that will work. Um, until Granton, you know, gets his re- his recruits in there, the people that you know he wants to play his scheme. Keep that in mind. Um, that late TD by Kentucky was disappointing, and the onside kick thing was, you know, a kind of uh, you know a boneheaded play. But I think it was Boykin that bounced off his knee. But that was a good offense we played tonight. A really good offense, and. I mean, how can you not be excited? Like I said, there are things that need to be addressed, but we're on the right track. We're on the right track, and I'm feeling great. I'm going to finish this uh, Bush Mills Irish whiskey and go to bed and get ready for NFL tomorrow. Go dogs! Hey, guys. It's uh, John from Powder Springs, Bulldog Intelligitia, member number 827. Uh, I know that uh, old dog had to love that game. Uh, it was great to watch. Five touchdowns for me hard to beat. Um, the other thing I was going to mention, I wanted to get some help from you guys. There's a picture that I'm looking for. I can't find any. I can't find it anywhere. It's that picture of Ray Goff on the sidelines jumping into the arms of the assistant. It is both the funniest and the saddest picture I've ever seen in my life. I can't find it anywhere. So if anybody can send it to you, the Dogcast. I'll shoot you my email, um, guys, and you can just forward it on over. I, I just can't find that picture anywhere. I've gotta have it. Um, anyway, uh, it was a great game, uh, go dogs. This is John from Powder Springs. Derek and old dog, what have we learned this week? I think, I think the first thing is that, uh, Todd Grantham does own and will wear a red shirt on game day Saturdays, provided the rest of the coaching staff, uh, don't. So, uh, I guess, hate to see it, but kind of like the black shirt for a defensive coordinator. But anyway, I guess, I guess red's, red's the new black. And, uh, other thing is confirming last week's is that our defensive backs are as only as good as our pass rush. So, uh, I guess old dog, you should be happy. We finally have a feature back. It has to come through suspensions and witness protection, but we, we have a, feature back now. So, Other than that, uh, good win. We, hey, we, we covered a wheel route. We did cover a wheel route. We got up 18 yards over the middle on one play, but one time in the game, we actually covered a wheel route, so that's good. So, go dogs. Later on. This is Scott at Air Force Base here in Florida. Big win last night. Keep those candles lit. Matter of fact, I might start lighting some, especially for the, our
4: DBs.
2: Look, this coming week's a big week. It's the Gators. I'm down here in Florida. Every time we get beat by those fools, these people down here make my life miserable. So let's get it done this week. Let's put these guys in their place so that I can have a good rest of the year. Go dogs. Y'all take it easy. Bye. Derek Oldog, this is Mark in St. Pete Beach, Florida. Uh, first of all, there was a very thrilling game. I must have had about three or four heart attacks during it. Um, really a microcosm of the season. Uh, kind of went through the paces the first quarter, second quarter, just like the second quarter of the season. We were awful. Uh, they had run in the third quarter, and, uh, you know, we showed a lot of heart in that fourth, coming back off of some pretty dire circumstances, some pretty tough situations on third down. And, uh, yeah, I'm proud of the team. I, we fought hard. We just couldn't overcome the early mistakes and the one big one in overtime, which, uh, you know, it was it was heartbreaking. Uh, this is a game I really felt that we could win, I really feel that we should have won, but I can say that in a lot of games this year. And uh, uh, All I can say is that uh, we played our heart out, and uh, that's one thing you can't take away from us. We should hard. Go dogs! Hey guys, Bobby down here in Florida. Real sad night for us tonight. Just, I'm so sick and tired of losing these J-Tour fans. They, I, I had to live down here with them. And I just hate having to freaking listen to them for another 365 damn days. Sad day. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. We, we look like we play in the second half. The first half, we just killed ourselves, shooting ourselves in the foot, fumbling the ball, intercepting interceptions. uh, Same thing in the last part of the game over overtime, interceptions. We kill ourselves. Can't get a break for nothing. It's like every year we go to Jacksonville and the ball always falls for them. Sorry lizards. 5,001 anyway. Good dogs. Hopefully, we'll <laughs> rebound and make a six and six year. 'Cause I don't see us beating Auburn. Yeah, they're, they're just too too strong. They got a new Tim Tebow, Cam Newton. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe next year. Hopes of hopes of glory, like we always do every year. Anyway, have a good night. Hey Daryl, old dog. This is Steven in Atlanta. Tough loss against the Gators. I mean, that one hurt just because it came down to overtime. But look, uh, you know this loss is it's on Aaron Murray's head. We got to look at that, and we got to look at the future. I mean, Aaron Murray. This was a bad game for him, but he's going to remember this game, and. He, it's going to be on his head next next year against the Gators. Year after that against the Gators, he's got something to prove. He's going to come back. I'm looking for good things out of him in the future against the Gators. So, you know, it came down to Florida's kicker. I'm not a Gator sympathizer by any means. I have a dog 100%. But if it's you know come down to their backup kicker, who wins the game? You know, good for him. But uh, let's just hope that Aaron Murray remembers this loss and he comes back and he's going to play great the next few years because because that's really what this game came down to was turnovers. And they were Aaron Murray's turnovers. So that's going to haunt him. And I expect to see great things from him next year the year after that. Um, so let's just remember that as as we mourn this loss to the Gators. All right, guys. Go dogs! Oof.
4: Hey, Derek, old dog. What's going on? Scott, we're down in uh, Florida. Hey, look, I don't want to hear no negativity about this game, guys. Um, I'm, I'm hoping I, I don't hear it, but uh, I always like to look at positives, and there's not a lot of positives in this game. I mean, we're used to losing to Florida recently, so let's not cry about it. Let's just pull the freaking skirt up and start walking off. One thing to look at is, you know, Aaron Murray, it, it, he made a lot of mistakes, got a lot of jitters in. I mean, this is a big game. He's going back to his home state of Florida. Uh, but the kid rose up. I mean, in the second half, the kid rose up. A lot of the guys rose up. And I think we just need to look at this this game as a stepping stone, that this team can fight its way back. It can get on the right track. Um, you know, and I, and I think that fundamentally, or, or, or not even fundamentally, but athletically, we can play against almost any team in the nation. we got the athletes to do it. However think this has pretty much solidified the notion that this will be mark rick's last year at georgia and i'm i'm and i know i'm going negative on the matter but i think just as dog fans as dog nation i appreciate everything that coach rick has done for this program however it's time to move on it's like being in a bad relationship you know with the girl and and you know it's just not going to work out so why stay in it and uh you know he's two and eight against florida and you know he's, he's a 13 for 11 in the past two years, almost a losing record in the past two, in the past two years. So, you know, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, he, find, he, he he either finds his way or finds his way out the door. I mean, I hate to say it, he's a good man. Maybe he, he'll do a good job of running a vacation Bible school, but running our football program right now is not doing a very good job. Um, like I said, with that being said, I think our team showed a lot of heart, a lot of poise and a lot of passion to fight their way back the way they did. Um, as always, I love the show. I love you guys. I like what you're doing, and uh, go dogs, Derek, old dog. It's
2: in the Tindall Air Force Base. Wow. To quote a great bulldog, Louis Grizzard, "Pour out my heart and stomp that sucker flat." Oh, this is going to be a long year, living down here in Florida. It came back. This wasn't quite enough. I don't know what to say. Still don't know what to say about it.
4: All right. We'll do it this week. Go dogs!
2: Derek, hold up. It's Jeff and Boise. Hey, guys, I don't know if the Twitters are broken up here up in the mountains uh, or if I'm not getting text messages or my inner Googles aren't updating, but I have not seen this week's podcast yet. And I'm going to tell you, if you haven't put it up yet, guys, I know it's hard. Hell, I can't even talk about it with my family and friends yet. I've, this is actually the first time I've, I've acknowledged that the game happened out loud. But so I know that it's hard, but, but we got to pick ourselves back up and we got to get ready to play. Again, uh, bowl eligibility is still in front of us. So it would, uh, it'd be great if y'all could get back up on that horse and, and, uh, bring us another show. All right? I know you can do it. I, I know you can do it. I believe in you. I believe in these dogs. I'm, 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 I'm I got some positive thoughts that I won't share today. But come on now. Let's keep that show up
4: on the air.